This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed.
second one but the first one is stomach cancer and then the other one is I don't know what kind of cancer but two cases already confirmed by doctors the people are just ill right now supernaturally there is a rain of mercy falling down this morning I see a home that is about to break. But this morning, there is a mercy intervention. And all crisis in that home is taken away right now. You know you can lay your hand right now on any part of your body that is sick. The healing anointing is very strong. I will not need to say much. God is already healing people. When you put your hand there, just say in the name of Jesus. Under this anointing. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, just as you said yesterday, let the miracle start right now. I command every infirmity, your foul spirit of infirmity. Take your hands off God's people and get out of this place. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed right now. And start feeling it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lende kezosa indroku shalamanda brakadiso. Balito kosa halabarabaseke. Is separating people from their past. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Bakaso lamande. Legrotosia hande brakaduzo. Lundro kosoko balahashato li brakadiso. Lindro kosus kele manda prokosi de keles. Reketo kosa halabashato kolobo. Lande keseteis. There is also a spanner called issue being dealt with right now. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. All satanic harassments, they come to an end right now. Oh, 
before before we continue this morning I will do more of this tomorrow as in the teaching part of it but I will just read it I sense very strongly he is just shifting family during worship I had a whisper those who are here and those who are watching whose lives are beginning to go the direction of their parents or you just notice that things are not really changing it's your moment I want to read a, a place sorry I will keep you standing for a while because we are going to speak together Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is a strong, you know, deliverance is going on right now. People are just being delivered from things. Judges chapter 6. I'm going to read from verse 25. I will talk more about this tomorrow, but it's just to. And it came to pass in the night, the same night that the Lord said to him, that's to Gideon, take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father hath, and call down the group that is by his. Next verse. And build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the top of this rock, in the other place, and take the second bullock, and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the group which thou shalt cut down. I will talk more about this tomorrow, but the only thing to say from this, part of what is happening here this morning, by the altar being raised of worship and of prayer, altars are being destroyed also. Amen. I'm not a deliverance minister. That's not my line. But I'm telling you what the Spirit of God is doing. If we were around on Wednesday, you will remember I said, altars don't grow old. They just have to be stopped. They don't stop by themselves. Gideon's father had one. And the Lord told Gideon to tear it down. But he gave him the protocols of destroying an altar. It's not just done anyhow. He said, take a bullock. That means for yourself first. Then he said, when you take a bullock, then you are qualified to destroy. What is the meaning of that? What is going to be working? God's message of the message of God's mercy is the blood of Jesus Christ. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to read something also, and then maybe that will be all the reading we do this morning. When we were praying last night, the Lord spoke. I pray that everybody carrying the burden of guilt, the guilt will disappear right now. Because you will not be able to function effectively if you are feeling guilty. The beginning of the prayer we are about to pray now is to give people an offer. I am not going to make an altar call if you want to give a life to Christ. And I, maybe I should do that. But I am not even talking about an altar call for sinners per se, for those who don't know Jesus. 
if there is anything in your life personally that you need to repent of as a Christian, you're already born again. It will be the first thing we do for a while. Otherwise, take a bullock can represent many things. Take Jesus Christ. Take the blood of Jesus Christ. Make atonement for yourself before you deal with the altar that is ahead of you. That was what God said to Gideon. But we'll talk about all that tomorrow. I want to read from Exodus 25, verse 22. An instruction that God gave there. And that is what is happening here this morning. We are erecting an altar that is superior to every altar. Consequently, your life will be at the center of God's will. And no influence, no other thing can affect what is going on in your life. And there, let's start from verse 20. Exodus. And the cherubim shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the masses' seats with their wings. And their faces shall look one to another towards the masses' seats. Shall, shall the face of the cherubim be? There is a reason why God has been so specific about all these things. When you see cherubs in the Bible, they represent angels of worship. Worship. In other words, God was saying that your worship must focus on the mercy seats. When you worship me, your attention should be on the mercy seats. Because it is not of him that runneth or willeth. When I want to do a thorough work, I do it on the ground of my mercy. Thou shalt put the mercy seat above the ark. And the ark thou shalt put, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. Put the mercy seat above the ark. But before you put the mercy seat, put the testimony inside the ark. Then put mercy seat on top of the ark. Testimony can be a form of what God has said to you. The promise you know in the Bible. If you don't put it under mercy, it might not really work. I get what I'm saying. Anyway, but I'm trying to restrain, restrain myself from trying to think today. And then he said in verse 22, There I will meet with thee. I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims that are upon the ark, all of all the things that I will give the commandment to the children of Israel. He said, when that is done, when you prepare worship, and your focus is on my mercy, then I will communicate with you. Then I will begin to make some adjustments. Then I will tell you things. That is why worship is very important. And prayer. When you talk of raising God's altar, three things are very important. Consecration of the person in charge of the altar. There must be sacrifice on the altar. And then everything must be done orderly, which I've talked about the last time. But then there is another thing again. It has to be a consistent thing. When you have found a place where you have plugged yourself into like an altar of the Most High, it begins to rule your life. And it begins to influence every part of your life. I said that just to explain what we are here doing this morning. We are here as a church, as a family. Raising a family altar of prayer. Of worship. Of consecration. And of giving. Did you get that? That's why we are here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, so many healings are taking place. 
But it looks like God is, is doing that mightily, no doubt about that for those who are watching. But it looks also that God is more focused, a little bit more focused on rearranging families. As in taking individuals and separating them completely from what has been going on around them. In other words, transformation is taking place this morning. And as that happens to you, you become a message to others in the family because it will happen to them also through you. Some is a chain reaction. One after the other, they have been set free. They have been lifted. They have been promoted. They have been touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands. I just begin to pray in the spirits. So when it comes to this, we have to know how the Lord wants us to go. That was why I started with that song, Merciful, Mighty God in Three Person. Mercy. Merciful. Let your worship be. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Say it as many times as you can. Say it as many as you can. As many times as you can. You are good and your mercy endures forever. That is how I'm approaching you this morning. You are good and your mercy endures forever. I declare that you are good and your mercy endures forever. I declare that you are good and your mercy endures forever. Never get her. Just be safe. Just, just go ahead. Hallelujah. The first thing to offer as a sacrifice is yourself. Everybody offer yourself right now. That will include now you are, you, are, you are consecrating yourself right now. If there is anything to repent of, be loud about be specific and say it right now as you pray. And begin to appeal. Just speak from the blood of the Lamb, that spotless blood that has sanctified us. Now go by it again to declare that your soul is purified by the blood of Jesus Christ. So offer yourself right now. And that's where we are starting from. Speak of the Father, you have been sanctified by the blood of Jesus. If there are specific trespasses, transgression, oh, I'm led to say somebody can repent even on behalf of your family. 
You can mention the names of the people around you. When you do, you give an opportunity for the power of God to go through them also. Go ahead and do that. If not the question, maybe you can remember some, maybe you can't remember. If you remember, say them. Through the precious blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. My house, especially if you, you are from a family that have been involved with things, with things, different kinds of things, probably diabolical things. You are a priest of the most high. On behalf of everybody, you can raise a banner of repentance. And it will be accounted to others. Because you are spoken as a member of the family. It's one of the mysteries of the kingdom. That one saint can bring light to an entire household. By offering a repentance on behalf of the entire family. Because it's a member of the family. By the righteousness of one man, many can be made righteous. So a saint can pray as a priest of the Most High. By the mystery of the blood of Jesus Christ. Just repent on, the, on behalf of the family. And if you have matters of your personal life, inadequacies, setbacks, shortcomings. Even me, I'm not fully sure why we are being led today, but your own consecration first. Why we are being led this way? Your consecration first. Take out anything that can be a hindrance as we are about to pray right now. Please stand on the blood of Jesus that guarantees Bible says we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. So forgiveness is guaranteed. Every spirit of accusation stops right now. Forgiveness is guaranteed by the blood. He said we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. We have it by the blood. So put that in your mouth and say in the name of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus, I have forgiveness. I have it for this and this and this. Mention them. I receive forgiveness even for my family. By the blood. For the word says, through the blood, we have redemption and we have forgiveness of sins. It's available. We have it. So I declare with, I declare with my mouth. Maybe you witness that your parents will practice some serious wickedness. It doesn't matter. You just speak according to the word of God. Everything can be put under the blood. Under the blood. Under the blood. Under the blood. Affirm it repeatedly. My family, we have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Colossians 1. We have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Ephesians 2. We have, it's mentioned two times in the Bible, forgiveness. 
through the blood. Through the blood. So Satan can't keep coming in and out of the family anymore. Through the blood. There's so much light in the house. Rando Kosia Letaliso Maroske Le Mando Kosia Ande Brakidosis Kele Matala. I am bringing a complete end to the activities of the spirit of darkness in my people's lives. Hear the Lord this morning. Radoskibo La Costa Labaya Indrekedu Shalamandaka Sizo. In Jesus' name, shall we arise? Oh, before it will take me just about five, ten minutes. Before I do that, if you are here and you want to give your heart to Christ. See, if you are not born again, there is nothing we are going to do here that will benefit you. You have done well to have been here in the morning, but you should have stayed back at home to sleep, except you are here to give a life to Christ. Because outside the covenant, the blood does not work. It can only work to bring you in and purge you of your sins. So you have to understand that you cannot be, you can't use commons and try it. it cannot benefit you if you are not born again. Let's give an opportunity for those who are here this morning. That is why you are here, that you might have an encounter with God. Because we are about to start praying and start speaking of the mercy of God right now. The Bible says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy. And that is what we are about to do right now. Your life will be carried on the mercy of God. And sports. Oh, shout a loud amen. amen. Mm. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's give opportunity to those people. Wherever you are in this auditorium and you are watching, lift up your hand if you want to receive Jesus into your life. Let's get that out of, that out of the way right now so that you can join us as we pray. Can I see your hand wherever you are, please? And I will lead you to Christ right now. We take care of that aspect. I'm so sorry I don't have to close their eyes when I'm making a tackle. You are not joining Secret Club. So I don't have any reason to ask people to close their eyes. When we close our eyes for you to be born again, you will not be bored of Jesus Christ outside. That's how we have many timid Christians who cannot stand. Because they made people to close their eyes for them to keep their lives. I, I don't do that. I gave my life to Christ in the classroom and everybody was watching and I did not care who was watching. I needed Christ. I got up and accepted him. 
and my life has never been the same again. GSS 3, some years back, I built a grammar school. So, I'm not going to ask anybody to close eyes because we want to give a life to Christ. So, let me see your hand wherever you are. And I'm going to invite you and we do that right now. Please, wave your hand to me wherever you are. You want to give out to Christ. Don't raise it partially. Raise it up very well. Let me see your hand. So I will know the decision you are making. Come to the front, please. Come on, come on, come on, come on. business with the living. The dead has no business with the living. There is a person here, your late father keeps appearing to you to tell you things in your dream. That is wrong. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we severe that tie right now. You keep dreaming that they are burying you. Over and over again, you'll, you'll see yourself being buried in a dream. The Lord has just set you free right now, so. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Parents that are here, you have a concern for your children. Maybe one is sick or whatever. Lift up your right hand wherever you are, and we stand together. There is you have a you have a child that gives. There is something wrong with one of your children. Maybe someone is not feeling fine. So I'll come to you in a while. I just need to do this. Raise your hand wherever you are. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, you stand there representing those kids. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we send the anointing of God to those children wherever they are. They are healed perfectly right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we send the arrow of God's power and the spirit responsible for the affliction. We command you to get out of these people in the name of Jesus. Thank you. I'm waiting for those who will join them before I pray. Don't delay your salvation. In two minutes, I'll pray with them now. If your heart is telling you to join, please join these people outside right now. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe in you, that you died and you rose again, that you paid for my sin. I confess 
that you are my Lord and my Savior. I receive you into my heart as my Savior and my Lord from today. I am a child of God. Help me to follow you for the rest of my life. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please follow this sister. She'll just be with you briefly so you can return back and join us in prayer. When we're worshipping, I saw a lot happening to many people. And all that my, my, the Lord is taking my attention to is just all about see, the strength of your life is according to the altar in your life. Hallelujah. And the power of your altar is according to the kind of sacrifice on the altar. When you give God unusual worship and prayer, now, as a matter of fact, we'll look at that tomorrow. They were commanded that the fire on the altar must never go down. Because it's the secret of your life and the secret of your strength. Now, many people do not know what has taken place by just being here this morning. Last night, some of us came here to pray and we began to see things. Now, the worship we had this morning was not an ordinary worship. I was at the back and I saw as people were worshipping, things were I guarantee one thing, the king himself is here. And there is something that is doing. He's just having compassion and having mercy. That is why by his mercy, he's resetting people, resetting families, resetting foundation. And one sure word is this. He is separating people from their past. You are going to walk out of this place and things will never be the same again. Everybody pray in the spirit for a while. Honestly, I don't know which prayer point to call again because I can see what the Lord is doing. There is a baptism of God's mercy. Speak it over the aspect of your life where you exactly need the show of God's mercy. I see womb opening because of the mercy of God. In Jesus' name. This is the only prayer we have to let, let me help people to. Let us come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain what? Shout it. Is that why you are here? Just one prayer, Lord, exactly the theme of this meeting. I want an encounter with your mercy right now. Now I want to show you a scripture that is in Second Samuel, Second Samuel chapter twenty-four, 2 Samuel chapter twenty-four, verse fourteen. Second Samuel twenty-four, verse fourteen. You know, I, I read a bit about this in church, and David said to God, "I'm in a great straits. 
Let us fall now into the hands of the Lord. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord. That was what he said. But what was his reason? He said, for his masses are great. And let me not fall into the hands of men. There is something about you standing before your heavenly father and persuading him to let him know that, look, I know you are merciful. And you are not just merciful, your masses are great. And you know what? I have come to have an encounter with that great mercy. Great enough to change the totality of my life. Great enough when I'm saturated, it flows to everyone around me, my family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come. Come. I saw you last night when I was praying, right? And you have spoken with me before. Stand. The story is changing. Amen. I will just let you pray for you. Three direct blessings are coming into your life. So they laid you off where you were working before, but there is an opening right now. Everything around you creating darkness. The light of God shatters it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. With the laying of my hands in the name of Jesus, I pronounce on you the blessing of the Lord Amen. that makes rich and has no sorrow. Amen. You are free Amen. by the power of the mercy of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Are we ready to pray? Your masses are great. Amen. Your masses are great. Amen. And this morning, Lord, as I have offered worship on your altar, I am going with this great mercy. I ask for the counter with your mercy that redefines my life completely. Somebody praying like never, like pray with the all of your hearts. Let his mercy invade every area of your life. That's why we are here. Every area. Some are praying gently. <laughs> that is the only prayer we are taking. I will close very soon. That's why we are here.
keep praying still there. 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 
keep pressing there, 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 keep pressing there. Keep resting 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 there. Whether you are an auntie uncle or you're a parent here, or you yourself are the one, and you have people who are of a marriageable age and they are not married, you see, I'm about to pray now. Mercy is powerful. Because God will settle those people in homes by His mercy. Everyone that desires to marry, and it hasn't happened for a while, I stand with you. Now I pronounce on you mercy to experience breakthrough in that area now. For the fruit of the womb, we bypass any medical reports to say in the name of Jesus, all those who are watching, who are here or those who are watching, who desires the fruit of the womb, your time has come 
beyond your faith. This is the power of God's mercy. Mercy. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your family has obtained mercy. And it reflects in all things about you. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Let me tell everybody something. Am I not... Um, I, I might have not mentioned too many cases. I don't need to. I told you what I saw happening. Now, two things I'm going to say. Number one, make it a point of duty that every fourth Saturday of the... Sorry, every last Saturday of the month, you are here. What we are doing, once you have found your root inside water, it's over. You are fine. An altar must be serviced regularly. When you find yourself among other of God's people who go to lift up your hands and pray somewhere, never stop it. Some altars are sacred. They are, you know, there are, if we will go through the Bible and I've started already on Sunday. But you also understand from the word. There are some principles that are the same with whether God's altar or Satan's altar. Consistency is common. There's no altar that they don't. You understand what I'm saying? Because that is what keeps it alive. And I told them on Wednesday, the first thing Jezebel did to have control by itself was to destroy the altar of Jehovah. An altar must not be left isolated. It must not be. So, make it a point of duty. If for any reason you are not in town, watch and connect. There's no distance in the spirit. If you are not in town, watch and connect. Because I sense a very strong unction and a strong... I just saw some things happening as we all started worshipping. From the time... <coughs> the pastors were leading prayer. It is very obvious that God is setting all of us up for something serious. And we have to keep at it. That's very, very important. And the second is I say, whether you realize or not, just watch what will happen between now and next month. We are going to read all testimonies here and in some cases we are also able to come out and share their testimony by the time we are having this meeting next month because God has found a place we have created a portal we have created a link and everyone can now download this is the link we have created a link you just notice that the anointing on you the grace on you on your life has multiplied as you step out to your place of work, you notice that things that were not happening before are now happening. And the negative things happening before have just stopped. Because there is higher grace at work in your life. Because you have obtained mercy. You don't get what I've just said right now. So this is just the first one. Because it's reversed. Someone here, you received a curse, a curse from a very uh, somebody in authority. 
you did something. And the apostle said, and ever since, truly, the power of that curse is broken right now. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, in some cases, a step we have to be taking. I'm looking at somebody. It has to do with a pastor where you were before. You actually committed a serious crime in a church. You need to go back and ask for forgiveness. If they don't, then you are free. But you need to go back. God wants you to take a step. You must do restitution. You must go back. I don't know what you did. I see the word evil. Something very evil. You did it against either the church itself or the pastor of the church. Or maybe a, a prominent member of the church. And you'll be moving from church to church in that time. But there was a particular church you were in and you did something evil. Anybody who hears it, we call it evil. What you did. You need reconciliation. You must go back. For them to forgive you. You must. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. You know, there's going to be many good news this coming week. worship you, we give you praise. We adore your name. Oh, praise God forever. Are we ready to give this morning? That's the last part of a meeting like this. Nobody should tell you what to do, but when you come for this kind of meeting, don't give casually. Prepare also to give. And we do that every now and then. Say, when you come before me, thou shalt not come before me empty and Hallelujah. When we offer ourselves and we offer our prayer, we offer our gifts also. And the more serious the meeting, the more you shall affect what you give. It's very important. It's part of it. We are a people of sacrifice. David said, I will not give to God what will cost me nothing. That means I will not give any casual stuff. No. Not in this kind of meeting. Not under this kind of atmosphere. Shall we rise together? Thank you, Lord Jesus. A time comes if we call for 20 billion to build, buy a property or whatever, 20 of you will do it cheaply. Yeah. What am I saying? This anointing descending on those who buy and sell things. Let me give a word of prophecy to all those people who sell or who buy things, who buy and sell. Before you receive one order, another order is here. Somebody has to help them get something you have ordered for it. It has not come. Other people are already talking to you. Because what is called dry season in your life is over forever. Do you know God is not glorified when you have goods in your shop and they are just there? I have told you before, if you are a spiritual Christian, we have jobs to do and the time is short. The time is very, very short. 
Satan is throwing everything he has against Nigeria right now. Many of you can hear things going on. Everything. But he is not going to win. The time is very short. So we can't stay at the level of rising and falling. We start flying. The time is short. The time is short. Soon and very soon, somebody from here, you'll be a governor of your state and you'll change things forever. Some will be so distinguished in what you do that they will come begging you, come and take a position. You will not beg man to put you in office. They will beg you to come and walk. That is the dimension that we are walking in. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. We worship you. The guy that saw me last week, which I said on Sunday, that he saw me some weeks before, and he saw me some, some weeks before then, and we prayed together. And he was talking to me again. He was one that told me, he just spoke to a few friends. Let's put together $40,000 to do something. In 24 hours, he had $60,000. And he ran to the office, he came to tell me. And I was like, that is the life of a Christian. Not about materialism or the rest. If you have a vision, he got a vision while praying, and needed people to sponsor it, and he spoke to a few friends. It shouldn't be something that we keep struggling. But I know the guy very well. He's a covenant practitioner. Yes. Himself and one lady paid for all the diesel for the annual conference, the eight days. And the diesel consumed that time should not be less than one million or so. It's true. So I am saying that when God sees that this kind of guy, when he has more money, these are the things he will begin to do. He will promote him more. You see, just like you said, God is also, he, 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 he is the only wise God. Our wisdom is nothing compared to his. So you understand that if I promote this one, my kingdom is promoted. But you can't say that about many people. And it's not something that you tell God, Lord, you say, ah, test me with money. And see what I will do. No, he doesn't test. He's watching what you are doing right now with the tenera that you have. It's very important. Let me tell you the truth, eh? If you have 1,000 naira, to give a tithe of 100 is your problem. Somebody is in need. To give a person who needs money, 50 naira is your problem. It's not about the money. It's about your heart. God has never asked you to do something beyond yourself. So if you have 50k and somebody says, ah, I'm looking for 100k for house rent. If all you can give the person is 2,000 and say, look, brother, take this too. I pray for you that next time, God will use me to give you 20. But this is what I can do right now. Never say, of course, you are not called to help everybody, but when you see a genuine need, never say, I can't do anything. Whatever small you can offer, do it then go home and trust God that next time somebody has a serious need, who has it comes to me, I'll be in a better position to help more. I have watched myself develop financially that way. I don't borrow people money. I give. Because most people you borrow money will not pay back, and then it will spoil your friendship. Early days of Bishop, we used to borrow people money. That's the last day they will come to church. Because they won't be able to pay back and they won't come to church. And the church cannot do anything, so we'll just be looking at them. We did with over 30 people, we lost a lot of money. Until wisdom taught us. If you say you are starting a business, something, something, if we can help, you need 300k. If all we can help you with is 100,000, we will give you. We won't tell you that we are, we, are, we are giving you. You want to borrow, okay, take. But we would have zero in our mind that say, 
If we can't pay back, we will not ask. Some people that were in school together, they call me. I want to pay rent. I just need 350000 Sometimes I will just send one fifty or 200 Say, so thank you so much. I will pay you back. They won't even talk about it again. But thank God in my heart, I gave it. Otherwise, you have a take. You just start getting angry. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> but you are lifted. I see many people here. You will count one, two, three, four, five years without taking any medicine. That means without being sick at all. Hallelujah. That's my prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Last week, a couple here told me, they are leaders, and they just shared with me, because I can't disclose identity, and they got the four-bedroom duplex in a prime place in Lagos, and the way God opened the door. These are also young couples. They are here watching me right now. One of the leaders. And when they showed me the video of the house, I like, this is an ultra-modern, this is first-class building. In a first-class place in the Kedja, Lagos. I didn't even ask them how much. When I saw the video, I was so full of, I was happy that they, they have, I don't have a personal, I'm a, I'm a tenant. But it gives me joy when I see members of the church as they make progress. I've gone to dedicate some houses this year. I didn't start saying, Lord, remember me. It doesn't even come to me say, Lord, remember me. Their joy is my joy. It's not my priority. So their joy is my joy. It gives me joy. But anytime a member tells me like that, the guy that said that was 44,000, they got 60. Anytime a member tells me, my heart goes to other members. I say, look, can this thing go around everybody? But you know, God is not a respecter of person. I'll be so glad. Even if just 70% of you can have the same stories. Or most of the things people pray for, they have to do with finances. Most. But you know what? If this will be the first church where that will not be the other, something is changing in this church. Because God is lifting every one of you. You that you are looking at me, very soon you walk up to welfare and ask them, show me 10 people who need house rent, I will pay. Shout a loud amen. From 30 to 80 school fees, you are paying. With joy, without feeling it. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's give this money. Father, we thank you. We bless the offering. We bless the seed. This is not, Lord, we offer this sacrifice. A seed from us. Lord, we are not doing this casually this morning. Let there be a mighty harvest. In the name of Jesus Christ. Answer this word by fire. In Jesus' name. I testify, I testify that your mercy is me. That's our song. I testify, I testify that your mercy is real. Your mercy is real. I testify, your mercy is real. Your mercy is real. I testify, your mercy is real. I testify, I testify, I testify.
We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this, and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him. And it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to implore you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.